Welcome back to the Suresh podcast. In the previous episode, we heard some details of Guru Hargobind's martial training in Amritsar, how he was training with the Sikhs on all aspects of warfare, from target practice with their matchlock rifles to sparring with their smaller arms like the sword and the shield. Also mentioned practicing horse riding and going out hunting. Last episode also described how a letter for marriage came from Harichand. Now this is Mata Nanaki's father. So when Guru Hargobind was young, Guru Arjan rejected the marriage proposal from Chandu and accepted two others instead. So one related to Mata Damodari, Guru Hargobind's first wife, which you've heard about, and the second related to Mata Nanaki, which this episode will describe. So both of those engagements happened at the same time, but because Nanaki was so young, they waited until maturity for her marriage, which is uh, happening in this episode. So the text mentioned that just like a maharaja, a great king, Guru Hargobind was marrying more than one woman. And we must remember here that Guru Hargobind brought into the tradition this concept of miri, and as an emperor during that time, marriage for political reasons was really important to create ties with specific groups, important families, important regions to create that prestige and appearance of royalty. There could be many reasons why this would play out. But one thing we must be cognizant of is that this is mentioned across historical text. So starting from Guru Hargobind who began this path of Miri in combination with the Piri, we see that the seventh Guru also married more than once. Guru Harkrishan, he passed away before he was married. And while Guru Tegh Bahadur was only married once, Guru Gobind Singh had three wives, Mata Jito, Mata Sundari, Mata Saib So chapter 27 now begins describing how everyone was really excited about this momentous occasion. Everyone was cheerfully laughing and enjoying themselves while getting ready for the wedding. The congregation was thinking, oh well, we should all go and partake in this wedding. Firstly, we'll be able to go and bathe in the Amritsar Sarovar. Also, secondly, you know, there will be the celebrations of Vesakhi Mela taking place at that time. So we'll get to meet with everybody there. And thirdly, well, we've not seen Guru Hargobind in so long. Emperor Jahangir has kept him out in Lahore. He's not been around Amritsar too much. He had to go kill Chandu. The emperor listened to the Guru's word and every request that he had with respect. And Guru was busy practicing the art of warfare, Ayodhya So this is the type of discussions and praise of Guru Hargobind that the Sikhs were partaking in. And when they heard that an event like this would take place, they were really excited. And everybody then, outside of Amritsar, they all desired to come see the wedding. The lineages from the previous Gurus were getting ready as well. So the Pallas from Govindwal, Guru Amardachi's lineage, all the men and women from that city came. The Trehans from Kadur Sahib, Guru Angad Devji's lineage, they all came. The people from Mao village, the village of Mata Gangaji, they came as well. The Sordis, uh, Guru Hargobind, Guru Arjan, Guru Ramdasji's lineage, they all came as well from Lahore uh, to come see the beautiful wedding of the Guru. Everyone was so happy meeting with each other. And all the men and women got together. They began singing songs and giving blessings to each other. They were all having all sorts of fun there. 
with endless types of games and fun. There were drums sounding off to announce the occasion. Basically, everywhere where you looked, you would see people celebrating. And in every corner of the city, there was the congestion from the congregation there who were waiting to see and partake in the celebrations of the wedding. They were just overjoyed. It had really reached a pitch level there in Amritsar, and everybody really wanted to see the wedding take place. With all the coming of the congregation there, there were just endless piles of offerings for the Guru and the community leaders, the Masans, they took care of all of that. Guru Hargobindo, however, he remained seated on the throne of the Akal Takat to remove ignorance like the sun illuminating so brightly to remove darkness. The faces of the countless six there were blossoming like lotus flowers do when looking at the sun. The people of all four castes were getting together in union to receive the darshan of Guru Hargobind. It was as if they were like the Rudy goose birds. Now this is a, a beautiful poetic example here that the poet Kavi Santok Singh is uh, describing here the Rudy goose birds in the Indian subcontinent were used in a poetic metaphor because at night they would separate from their partners in the darkness. But when the sun rose, it destroyed that pain of their separation that they had and the birds then united thanks to the sun. So here it's saying that Guru Hargobind is the light which brings all the people from all the different castes together, breaking this pain of separation between them caused as a result of these social divisions. And also, the enemies of the Guru, like owls, they can't stand the sun-like illumination of Guru Hargobin. They instead prefer to live in the darkness of hypocrisy, so they have turned their faces far away from the Guru. Such a great divan or court session was set up for everyone. On all four corners, they had placed sheets which were embroidered in gold fabric with designs of beautiful gardens showing all sorts of flower patterns on the sheets they had these large round fans there waving the congregation it was waving so beautifully and in all four directions people had their hands clasped together bowing down on both sides of Guru Hargobin behind him they had these two beautiful whisks waving six were standing up in front of the Guru placing offerings in front of the Guru and Ardas was being performed as well Great amounts of Sikhs were there coming to receive the darshan of Guru Hargobin. The standing army of the Guru was there as well, strapped with their weapons, their sword and shield. With the great glory of Guru Hargobin, they had all become great warriors. They had become equal to the most vicious of tigers. They were sitting in such glory, receiving the darshan of Guru Hargobin. The lineages of the Pallas, Guru Amradashi's lineage, the Trehans, Guru Angad Devji's lineage and others, were there amongst the thousands of others sitting at that Devan session. The coming and going, the giving and taking was equivalent to the court of the greatest of kings. And the wedding day had come close now. Guru Hargobin was called into the residence for the wedding ceremony. The family had performed various societal and cultural traditions. Uh, who could recount the full extent of the celebrations? Guru Hargobin had the Maya ceremony performed on him, so family members were rubbing the turmeric paste on the Guru. The fortunate women folk were there as well, exchanging blessings and gifts. Mata Gangaji was there, dripping with gold bracelets and jewelry, wearing the most elaborate and fine fabric, looking so beautiful. She was there with her daughter-in-law, the Modri, Guru Hargobin's first wife, and the other women as well. 
They were singing songs and having a blast with their close female relatives, singing and swearing at each other in a playful Punjabi tradition called Sitniya. So Guru Hargobind was wearing a beautiful yellow jama with all sorts of other colored patterning on it. Anyone looking at it was just blown away. All the women looking at Guru Hargobind were so taken away, they would sacrifice their mind, body, and any wealth to him. He was decked out with all sorts of jewels and gems which were embedded in the jewelry that he was wearing on every limb. He had such exquisite gold bracelets around his wrists. All the masans, the community leaders, they got together in the barat, the wedding party, along with the great lineages of the previous gurus, all the senior Sikhs from foreign lands, they also came as well. And all these senior people met with the rest of the congregation as well. It was such a large wedding party. And Guru Hargobind then mounted a horse to lead that party. There were very large dole drums and other drums being played there, leading the wedding party. The beat was so loud and deep that it made the clouds turn away in shame that they couldn't be as loud. There were standards of the Guru, the battle standards there were also leading the group and great amounts of people in the city of Amritsar were standing and watching this all take place. The ground was now shaking as well from the hooves of the horses as Guru Hargobind was leading this wedding party. And in the city where the greatly fortunate Harichan's house was, there all the Khatris, all the clan members of Guru Hargobind arrived in front to perform the Milni ceremony. So the bride side, they saw Guru Hargobind and they were in such bliss, they began throwing money in the air. It was as if it was raining down money. So they were making it rain as it were. And all the less fortunate people, the beggars, they were loving it. They came running and grabbed it all up. And they were just singing the praises of Guru Hargobind. So Harichand, Mata Nanaki's father, got all his gifts ready, clothing, money, and then came forward for the Milni. At that moment, Guru Hargobind thought that Baba Buddhaji would represent his father there at the Milni ceremony, as Guru Arjan Devji had previously departed from the world. So they did the Milni according to their family traditions, and then headed back to their encampments where they rested there were thousands of people there to see the Milni ceremony though so as Guru Hargobind mounted his horse again to head back to their little encampment everyone was just watching it and they were just infatuated with the sight of Guru Hargobind before going back to their little encampment they went to the house of the bride Mata Nanaki's house they went to the door uh, they did their whole family tradition of the back and forth the women were speaking very sweetly and almost in a teasing manner. They then, the wedding party then went back to the residence of Guru Hargobind where they would rest for the day before the wedding would be performed later that evening. So during that time, Guru Hargobind was meeting with everybody who came there. Everybody was so delighted about the celebrations and they were really excited. The Masans during that time, during the day, they went out to give charity to the less fortunate in the city. Meanwhile, the celebrations were still going on. The drums were still being played very loud. The music was being played. And the day passed in this way. So during the late evening, everybody lit up torches and lamps. And then during that time, Harichand sent a messenger to the wedding party of Guru Hargobind saying that, you know, the auspicious time for the wedding has arrived. Please come and let's perform the wedding. So the most senior six, the Masans there, they went there uh, to set up 
the wedding so they went to that place and they set up this bedi or bedka it's a, basically a little altar of fire they would use for the weddings that they would walk around so if you've heard on the previous episodes related to weddings on this podcast you'll note how this was a tradition before the formalized version of what we know today as the Ananda cottage became the standard uh, as this text is saying here that they are just following their respective family traditions at this point so Guru Hargobind then at this point walks in uh, everybody stands up Guru Hargobind then sits down in front of the fire the Brahmins performing the ceremony went ahead and did all the worship and then received great amounts of charity for performing the ceremony they then lit the fire pouring clarified butter into it and sparking it up Guru Hargobind then at that time with the daughter of Harichand Mata Nanaki then walked around that fire doing the fere or the the lava and all the other family traditions that they had they also performed those to the best of their ability and after the lama ceremony they went back to their house to eat they sat there just for a little bit of time uh, before heading back to Harichan's house Mata Nanaki's house so the congregation was letting off fireworks called Atash Bazi these fireworks were so spectacular it was as if they were sending the news up to the heavens to alert the gods of Guru Hargobind's wedding. So this is a reference here of something called Atis Bazi. This was a thing in Mughal India, fireworks. We have contemporary paintings of Mughal wedding processions which show fireworks being used at that time. So they mainly use gunpowder as the main mechanism for that. So countless fun games and events were taking place. Everyone looking at them or enjoying them were having so much fun. Guru Hargobind then went with the wedding party to Harichan's house, sat there, ate there on an elevated position. They had made this special seat for the Guru to sit on. And they gave him and everybody else such a wide variety of food. Sweet, salty. Uh, they brought it, uh, many nuts there as well for everyone. And they gave out this delicious food. Everyone enjoyed it so much. There were also uh, amazing female singers there as well, singing while everybody was eating. Everyone there, from the people eating to the people singing, they were all enjoying themselves so much. So everyone then slowly, slowly got full. And then the bride's family went around and put money in everybody's plate there. So this was a tradition that the bride's family would do so that those who were then picking up the plates, they would receive this amount of money as a gift as well. So they did that. Uh, then they washed the hands of everybody there who ate. And about three days were spent in these celebrations for the wedding like this. You know, doing all the family traditions and customs. Like the custom of, of receiving gifts from the bride's family. So this happened when Guru Hargobin was seated on this special type of seat. Harichand, Hardei, the mother and father of Nanaki. They brought to him all types of clothing, jewelry, different types of pots and cutlery for the family. They did this to the best of their ability. And the father and then uh, mother of Nanaki, Har- Harichand and Hardei, they both stood in front of Guru Hargobind with their hands clasped and said, we have given you all these things, but we are only re-gifting these to you. You are the one who has given us everything. No one is equal to you. You are the giver of all. We have given you our daughter to serve you. So they said this and then bowed down. They then bid farewell to the Guru in the most respectful ways before everybody else headed out. 
Matananaki was walking just a little bit behind the group. And Hardei, Nanaki's mother, then just went out and just hugged her for the last time so tight. She had tears streaming down her cheeks. Nanaki then met her other friends there as well before taking off with Guru Hargobin and the rest of the wedding party, heading back to the house of Guru Hargobin. So that's how chapter 27 concludes. In the next chapter, we'll hear how Matananaki is received there at the residence of the Guru and how Guru Hargobin then helps out a Sikh named Almast, who's having some troubles with some yogis. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Get out,